quick note about this episode. My audio is a little fuzzy in this one, and we did not know until after we recorded the episode. So just a quick heads up for that. Welcome to a brand new episode of Markers on the Map. Each week, it's games, news, and more from the classics to the current gen as we explore gaming's infinite, ever-changing landscape. Check out the gaming adventure on Twitter at Markers on the Map, and thanks for listening. I just got one thing to say in regards to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Alright, so we're going to just deal with that off off the rip? Uh, I've just got one little thing we could talk about. One, one little thing. There's a lot we can talk about. I don't know if there's one little thing. Uh, I guess you could say there's one little thing you could start off with Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, one, one little thing. It's alive. It's alive! Service! <laughs> It's nice. Oh no, the dreaded everything has to have some type of life service. I, it's at its end. It's at such a. It's at a such a like just dying state where everything that becomes a life service eventually just discontinues and just stops being a life service within like the year or two. Most things, including one thing we'll probably talk about today, I'm a little worried about um, being Square Enix's Foam Stars, which is like a really cool looking game and idea on paper, but like. I don't know. I'll talk about it later in the episode. We'll, we'll get to that after mm-hmm. we, we do Modern Warfare 2. But guess what? It's October. And you know what that I means? Was gonna, Spooky season. I was going to say this. Like, <laughs> happy October. It's a Happy October. Well, for me, I'm, I'm, in, I'm on the boat of Halloween and Christmas take over a two-month-long period. So September and October is kind of like where everything just gets very... You know, spooky and Halloween. Like you can, I feel like it. Feel like if you were when the Halloween, Halloween candy drops at, yeah. at the store, it's, it's Halloween. Like, I, if you <laughs> if you put if you decorate your house in September with Halloween stuff, I don't think it's weird. I'm like, yeah, like that's fine. Like it's literally next yeah. month. Like just so it's like kind of like oh, I know Thanksgiving's in between October and December, but it's just like Christmas kind of takes over both holidays. You know, it, it takes over Thanksgiving and you know its own holiday. So it's just kind of like eh. I kind of see it as a two-month-long, you know, just big holiday span. Same thing with Halloween for me now. Just, like, you could be scary in the part, part of September. A holiday extravaganza. <laughs> I was going to say, it's October. That means I get to have Mountain Dew Code Red, my favorite soda ever. Because oh. I somehow developed the restraint to say, you know what? I'm going to treat myself to this with one month of the year. Many years ago. <laughs> I was also going to say, like, oh, is it finally the time of uh, time of year where you can uh, eat your... Funny enough, to eat white chocolate uh, Reese's peanut butter uh, ghosts. ghosts. I've been, I've been eating see, those since they got them in stock, like, in August. <laughs> do you think we'll see... Uh, eventually at some point during the between the months of november october and november there will be not only white chocolate ghosts but white christmas trees at the same time is that possible that feels like a dangerous thing that feels like 
the, like so, like the powers that should not be messed with seeing the ghosts and the trees at the I same s- time <laughs> i swear those shapes mean nothing i swear it's part of the same they, they could take the I, christmas honestly and say, it's like yes just repurpose the ghosts as the chains because <laughs> if they melt in like like a light heat like if they're like in, in someone's car like while they go to another mm-hmm. store and they start to melt they're all going to look like a blob of Reese's white chocolate peanut butter ghost slash tree slash football slash egg slash bunnies. So or, hear me know. out. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. White chocolate, green okay. dyed leprechaun Reese's peanut butter cups. Why do I feel like that's been a thing before? I don't know. Because look, they have the pink ones for Valentine's yeah. Day. Let me see if that's real. <laughs> I don't know. They have green stuff for Halloween. Like, they have a Twix that has the green cookie in it, or a Snickers that has, like, green whatever Snickers has in it. Uh, and, and one other thing, I think. But uh, I was gonna say, while you looked that up, <laughs> I tried a new candy that is not chocolate. I tried... Bubblegum and taffy? Nerds... <laughs> no, I'm not... I'm, I don't chew bubblegum, and I'm not huge on taffy, but it, it was Nerds candy corn mm-hmm. which is like nerds but candy corn if that makes sense and th- i just wanted to highlight one of the flavors is like blue raspberry shell with blue raspberry lemon grape filling it's, i don't know they say the name of the flavors on the back and one of them has like six flavors i'm like okay one flavor blue one flavor shell one flavor raspberry <laughs> <laughs> they're really good though um not as good as the trolley sour bright candy corn that they had like three or four years ago. That for some reason they never brought back, even though everybody liked it. Uh, but yeah, nerds candy corn. That's what I tried this week. As far as <laughs> interesting Halloween candy. I was gonna say, did you see that they have the Frankenstein Reese's peanut butter cups? Yeah, I've had those before. I've never, I've they're, never. Seen they're them. like a marshmallowy flavor, I think. The green part. Really. Yeah, those came out a couple years back. I've had those. They're pretty good. I've never um, seen them. Although, like, in my opinion, I feel like some of the Halloween uh, candy is slacking this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm more interested in what they drop around Christmas. Like, usually it seems like there's more interesting stuff for Halloween than they have this year. So, like, I guess I'm, you know, holding out until, you know, November 1st when all the Christmas candies and products start dropping. Actually, some of the stores around here have already gotten like christmas sections going like the like walmart has a christmas section mm-hmm. already really um yeah but i digress we do got to get to modern warfare 2 today and like the just wild news stories that have been going on here in in the games industry um so you are listening to a brand new episode of markers on the map it's a weekly podcast gaming adventure where we got live services to talk about we got some just kind of devastating game industry news like we'll get to it um mm-hmm. but before we get started my name is daniel and i'm here with my good friend and co-host robert to whom the question remains how you doing although i'll ask it all spooky in october how you doing um like the shopkeeper from re4 <laughs> <laughs> what are you buying um how you doing <laughs> it, it's one of those things where i feel like i have this i've I personally feel like I have this big, like, jinx in my life where I'm, like, the luckiest, unluckiest person. Where something bad will happen with me, but then it will be, like, the best outcome of that bad situation. 
And it's just been, like, kind of happening, I feel like, recently. It's nothing major. It's just kind of, like, little things here and there where it's just, like, that could have been worse. But I got, I guess I got the best outcome of it. Uh-huh. And it's just, like, I, I don't know that. why I got put myself in this situation where it happened. Like, I have all things that could have happened that happened. But it's, like, the best outcome of that outcome. So, it's, like, it's, it's like uh, I'm I'm good at being very bad and putting bad luck situations. Uh-huh. Um, but other than that, besides being obviously very tired, uh fine same old same old said just very tired busy just pretty much being busy what about you i i can echo the sentiment of being very tired and busy i actually so we we have a halloween special coming up not Mm -hmm. next week but the week after i think is when it's scheduled for i feel so very underprepared for that episode as well as 150 Mm -hmm. because of not only being completely busy but also like grinding out this modern warfare 2 battle pass um but well I'm sure I'll have, you know, notes put together for, for our special Halloween game, which we've, I feel like we've teased it every week <laughs> because it, I don't know. I'm just excited to do Tales from the Map again because we haven't done it since 2021. Um, and then 150, of course, we have a, a nice special planned, you know, our usual like landmark episode specials. That, I mean, if you're a longtime listener, you'll probably know how that one's going to go. But yeah, like busy is is one word for it in terms of like everything not related to games. Totally busy. <laughs> um, but like I said, we have a live service that we are both playing, mm-hmm. uh, and it's keeping us quite busy because of how progression works in Modern Warfare Two. Um, so generally, I've only played the Black Ops series, and I've played all of them. You've pretty much played the Treyarch games. Because yeah, the only I believe the only other Treyarch game besides the name Black Ops they did World at War, and I believe a couple others. I think they did three. They might have. Um, I I've also played uh Call of Duty Four, the remake or not the remake, the remaster because they gave that Raven. to us for free. That was um, from Raven. So that's that's Raven. Yeah, that's Modern War. And so then- that's people who do who do the Modern Warfare franchise. Or I thought it was Infinity Ward. Or yeah, are they like the same? I think Infinity Ward. So I think Raven's just a certain team in Infinity Ward. Okay. So if it's, it's so like, many people work on them now. Well, it used to be a three-team thing. It used to be Infinity Ward, which is also Raven Studios, and then they did Treyarch, and then they added Sledgehammer Games. But I think Sledgehammer Games yeah. kind of been engulfed by both companies, where it's just kind of they don't do their own thing. They they have one of the major two just kind of behind them working with them when they do a yeah, franchise. It just, it just feels like when you boot up Modern Warfare 2, like, every company is on there. Like, I think High Moon Studios is on there. They used to do the Transformers games, and, like, um, the the people that do the Crash... The like, RE engine remasters. is on there. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, if only. The Resident only. Evil, it's Reach for the Moon, which Reach still... Reach for the Moon oh, engine. It's that baffles me. Why is it... It's Reach for the Moon, not a Resident Evil engine. They man. have that good brand synergy with Resident oh, man. Evil. R-E and just... Capcom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Talk I was about... gonna say though, I also played World War Two, which they also gave us for free on Plus. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was Sledgehammers. But I was just gonna say we're not gonna talk about how it's funny that we found out that if you pick up Resident Evil Three Nemesis, it has a oh. demo for Dino Crisis, and if you pick up Dino Crisis, there's a Resident Evil Three Nemesis demo on there. 
I'm telling you, Capcom has this brand synergy. <laughs> we could do a whole hour on the brand synergy I, that Capcom... It's like they're crossing <laughs> over their games all the time. It's the Capcom Cinematic Universe. They're crossing over demo discs as far back as the late 90s. I, I, was like, I didn't even think about talking about the reach for the end who were bringing me to the down and crossing. But yeah, uh, yeah, Modern Warfare 2. Uh, this is Infinity Ward. I think, it's like, I think at this point, everyone just works on the same one. I mean, it's just about every studio yeah. I think Activision has. <laughs> I mean, like, there's a list of, like, ten of them Pretty when you much. boot the game up. Um, we got it because of what we talked about last week. I, you know, the, the spawn season, Mm -hmm. season six, the Halloween season of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, where you can collect not only costumes of Al Simmons as spawn and all the variants of that, but other characters from the spawn franchise and, you know, other normal battle pass things like, uh, decals. How about the decals And, (laughs) and vehicle skins and XP what, boosters. Well, there's also, like, the battle pass is not completely kind of just filled with skins. It's it's charms. The, see, don't forget charms, calling don't cards, forget charms. emblems. But also, I will think that the biggest things about the battle pass in Call of Duty is not only the character skins, but the weapon skins. Because you unlock the weapon with its attachment variant. So you get some pretty cool spins on certain weapons in the game. And then there's a few new weapons as well. Mm-hmm. And decals that you can put on those weapons. How about the decals? Then I quote Cindy from Final Fantasy XV, how about the decals? Um, So, I guess we'll get the bad out of the way. The bad? All right. Like, the battle pass seems to be based on solely the time you spend playing the game. So it does... doesn't like feel quick and easy to level up as in something See, like fall guys or even fortnite I, the the reason i say that because I, I think i figured it out i was like that's probably why it's by time and not by either skill xp gain or anything at that you know anything of that matter is because they really want to push for that time because a war a war zone match can go anything from you know 10 to 20 minutes well, DMZ even longer. Yeah. DMZ can be thirty plus. Um, in my experience, when I tried it out, it was like thirty minutes. Yeah, it's like those matches can last a very long time, and it's one of the things where that's where I think they want people to really just head towards. Because if you're like, well, if I if I just you know time period doesn't matter how well I do, I'll just whatever's the longest games I can get on, I'll, I'll get on those. So it's kind of pushing towards that. It's just how they designed it to be, but. I see it as if it, if you at least get one token a day, you're doing pretty all right. At least for us, that's pretty all right. If you get right. Black Cell, you can deal with getting one token yeah. a day. But if you don't, you need to be probably pushing for at least two a day. Probably. If the season's like 70 days long, then like two a day might be. Well, fine. I mean, for me, our session, we I finished one whole like section in a, in a, in a, in a night session of gaming. So like for me, I'm, I'm kind of aiming for... Let me at least finish a whole section of the battle pass before I either, like, either let me get three points in or let me get all five of those points in. Like, let me get yeah. to three to five because I, I just want to. I found myself getting it. around three per day thus far. Yeah, so I think we're doing pretty well for ourselves for, for the time frame we have. But yeah, I just think that whole time system because they just want people playing long matches like Warzone and DMZ, where it's just like, it just takes so long to finish them. Putting it that way, though, it's like, that's any 
free to play a game like this with yeah. the battle pass because like the more fall guys you play the more xp you get like the more rounds you go through mm-hmm. however fall guys has those daily challenges that actually count towards the battle pass and that does not seem to be the case in call of duty when i think that it should be it's one of those things where the reason why like we'll just play warzone you don't have you didn't have to buy modern warfare 2 it's because i don't like warzone for the fact that it's just that it's very it's real boring <laughs> it's slow and boring because you it's one of those things where winning is if winning costs my enjoyment of a game i don't care for it it's just like i just won't play it because it's just like what's the point if i'm not enjoying it's like if no matter what i do if my enjoyment is just not i guess sort of a positive thing in the gaming system where it's like you can't like for me i don't like to sit around and just kind of hold an angle and and like i just like to kind of move around and just have fun and just like just play like any other team v team like shooter game like any team fortress or any game like that you know it's just like just go around and just play a match and just not sit around and just do nothing and let the whole like someone will come towards me it's like no i just want to go around and just have fun yeah, when I tried Warzone, I was mostly just, like, walking around yeah. doing nothing except maybe collecting a few things for, like, ten minutes. And then I finally saw somebody because the map is so big. And I'm like, there's not really anything interesting going on. And it's so counter to Call of Duty, which I was remarking is, um, like, you instantly get back into the action after mm-hmm. you, get, you, you, you know, you die in Call of Duty. You, you can instantly press square and, and head right back into the match with no downtime. You could, you don't have to watch the kill cam or whatever. No. Um, whereas in something like Battlefield, you have to, like, wait a few seconds, select your spawn point, and then it has to zoom into the match. It's like, no, I don't... It, it's more engaging consistently when you are just constantly playing. If you lose a life here, go respawn, you're back in, like, two seconds tops to respawn. It, it, yeah, it's just... It's, it's just people, more or less, being like, i rather win than have fun, but it's just like, I would just rather have fun. I rather, yeah. like, I can I'm here for the battle pass, so... <laughs> yeah, it's like, I just want to around and just have fun and just have it be a fun match instead of just being a very slow, boring match and people just kind of sitting around and just not sitting in the same spot they're always going to stay in and just, like, I'm just like, what? I feel like... Because I guess, like, if we get out of, like, all the bad stuff... Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty good at this game. That's a um, good thing. <laughs> the the But, like, for me, a bad thing about this game, I don't like how the spawn system works. Um, I've seen in some other games where they complain about, oh, you know, the respawn spots are very terrible. But I'm like, they're fine. Like, I've... And I'll say this, I've never played most of the infinity stuff i've always been a treyarch because treyarch started the whole zombies mode and so it it was like i don't care for any of the infinity war stuff i'll just play the treyarch game so like i played i remember black ops 1 was new i remember black ops 2 was brand new i remember when like black ops 3 black ops 4 cold war stuff like that i didn't pick up cold war and came out but obviously i eventually picked it up a couple months back because i was just like i was just bored i was like i just need a a first person shooter game what was the last treyarch game cold war it's only 20 bucks i'll buy it but I think it's very different because the Black Ops series seems to have much bigger maps, and the first thing that kind of struck me with this game is that, like, for the most part, the maps are a lot smaller. There's a few bigger ones, but, like, I'm noticing that, like, maybe the spawns are a little different in this because of the really, like, tiny yeah. maps in comparison to something like Cold War. Yeah, it, I don't know. It, it actually does. I, I'm like, because uh, I'm like, isn't every Call of Duty kind of the same? But honestly, being, being like, quite frank, it's just like, Okay, I, there is a difference between the Infinity Ward and Treyarch games because 
I'm so used to the trailer games. I'm just like, this is something different. This is something I'm not used to. And I, I, I've gone, I've gone matches in this game where I will go, you know, to, you know, a three KD kill streak. I'll go, you know, 30 to nine or whatever. It's just like, you know, regular 14 to 14, 14 to 10, 22 to 12. It's like, I'll go games like, but then there's some matches where I'm just like, I, I, I'll go nine to 20 and then, and then two to 10. And it's just like, and I, I think what it is is not necessarily it's just well it's always bad match i just i you know i'm just not as good i'm not i'm not trying to try hard and crack you know every game i'm in i'm just trying to have fun but it's also some designs of the maps i dislike there's a lot of maps in this game where i'm just like if i see it i dread playing it because it has a certain type of way wants you to play it and it's just not fun Especially one that we both dislike called uh, Border. Uh, yeah, the one on the highway, basically. That's th- like more so... of a line than a square. And it's kind of like... <laughs> it, it's a long road of just uh, dilapidated cars and just, you know, run down. Everything's just packed to the with, with cars, is you know, destroyed. And it just has this feel of... Don't run around and because because there's very just long, like just long views down. So if anyone's having any type of scope weapon, it's just like you're not gonna survive because they're just gonna be able to pick you off pretty easy. It has a very just like you want to sit down and just kind of lay lay back and just see who pops their head around and stuff like that. So it's just like like I say stuff like that is just I don't enjoy because it it's just kind of sitting the, around. The only other one I can say that I for sure don't like. I I couldn't remember it cuz I hadn't played it in a couple days, but I played it before we recorded, like literally like 10 minutes mm-hmm. before we recorded. Black Gold. It is a level that's like at night with like night vision and like laser pointers. I just don't like it. Like I, I like the way it looks. Yeah, so, like, it completely, it fundamentally changes things. Like, you've got a laser pointer and everything, and it's hard to, like, see, you know, enemies because everything is really just this, like, black and blue hologram-looking mm-hmm. color. I don't like that one at all. Yeah. Uh, another negative thing I can say, or not negative, it's just different, is the way the the attachment system works in this in this one. See, that's I don't know the thing I probably usually don't mess around it, it, it's, it's not i don't know if it's just this call of duty it's all all infinity war call of duties but it's not like how with like i said black ops just, i'm just so used to that it's that you don't have to do challenges with certain guns to unlock attachments you just have to level up the weapon you're using so instead of being like get 10 kills with this certain gun to unlock this attachment for all weapons and it's like for all weapons not just for this one for all weapons so like in in trailer games you just be like just level up this gun to its max level and you unlock all attachments you know and you if you use the weapon pretty often you'll level up pretty quick especially now that they have like x weapon xp gains and stuff like that and like yeah i feel like the leveling up of the weapons in this one also doesn't take as long because i noticed that like the three weapons i used were already max level yeah well because you're maxing it out yes but you're not 
unlocking attachments unless there's like, unless you do the challenges for the other weapons. Like mm-hmm. take this LMG and get fifty kills and you unlock the, the, the hit you know, the, the, the barrel attachment for all weapons and stuff like that uh-huh. for this variant. That's what I mean. It's just like I don't know. It's just I'd rather just have it be can I just use this weapon and just max level it and just unlock all the attachments just for this weapon? I don't want it for all the other ones. I just want just specifically for this weapon. I kind of miss the old, like, Black Ops 1 and 2 thing where you didn't have to level up your weapons. You just <laughs> unlocked things as you... <laughs> I don't I mean, know, I miss, I miss the not-live-service elements of things. <laughs> the perk system is kind of finicky in oh, this yeah, one, Oh, yeah, that too. That's kind of like... I'm trying to think, like, what other, like, just... I miss my four grenades from Cold War. <laughs> there is... No, you can have... There is a perk there. I'm telling you, you just have to... Kind of, like, they're there, but it's just... It's not like how, like... Per, like, I like the perk perk greed... And obviously that takes away a lot of attachments from my weapon, but I would just pick a certain weapon that I'm just very good at with very little attachments and just pick perk greed because I just don't want to be always monitored by a, a, a UAV and stuff like that. I'm just like, I don't yeah. want my position always just kind of known to the enemy team. That's just, I think everyone should kind of accept, but it's just like, but I also want scavenger to pick up ammo because I can run out pretty quick on, on some of these weapons, but it's just yeah. like. It's like I said, it's a little. This one, it's a little weird. I don't know. I don't know because I'm not max level yet. Because I'm still only like level 32. There might be more to it, but for now, it's just like there's some things I either I have to get used to, or I'm just not really digging compared to other different Call of Duty games I played from. What struck out to me like almost immediately was that in like the Black Ops series, like you see people on the map when they're running or shooting. In this, you don't. And I thought that was weird and, like, mm-hmm. would be difficult. But then it comes to my mind, oh, wait, everybody else is in the same position. So I'm, like, I, I feel like it's almost easier to, like, catch somebody off guard just as much as you are be like would be able to be caught off mm-hmm. guard in this game. Um, but the more I play, the more I realize that it, it really is almost no different because mm-hmm. the amount of UAVs that are popping off in every single match yes. makes it almost, like, arbitrary for that, like, like... Of course you don't see anybody when they're running or shooting. There's going to be a UAV in 15 seconds anyway, so don't even worry about much, it. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Um, besides anything else I feel negative towards, or obviously I feel like it's, it's uh, either, like said, either negative or I'm just not used to. I, I don't think this is a, a Modern Warfare 2 issue. I just think it's a Call of Duty issue just generally. Uh, SMGs are superior to assault rifles. I don't think because I, I remember even go then because I've been doing pretty okay with the assault because <laughs> I remember during Black Ops Four the the kill time with an SMG was much better than the assault rifle. That assault rifles were just like don't ever pick them unless you want to do like long shot like battles. If you're just going around, just, just take an SMG because the kill time is just much faster. And I don't think I don't think that's just a, this game. I think it's just been a Call of Duty issue for a while. So moving on to a few more positive things. I don't know if it's uh, if it's a thing with this game or if it's a thing with me and battle passes or maybe even a combination of both. Mm. Um, I'm not getting as quickly fatigued as I do with Call of Duty. Um, so, like, I really liked Black Ops 2 back in the day, mm-hmm. but I could only play two or three matches before I was just so done with it for the day. Even mm-hmm. if I did good, I was like, you know, I can't do this. But on, on this, I am playing. And I like I said, it's it might probably be because I'm working towards a goal here. But for some reason, I'm enjoying this game well enough to be like, you know what? I'm not getting fatigued. I'm not upset. And to add a third thing in here, it might just be because it's time-based. Like, 
I'm mm-hmm. playing the game. I'm not really caring if I win or lose. I'm doing all right. I'm get like one one match I had yesterday was 29 uh, 28 uh, 28 and 9 and that was the best FPS online match I've ever had in the history of me playing FPS mm. online matches. <laughs> no, yeah, it's uh it's something that it, it, once you just don't it's like I don't care if I want to I have matches where I've done well but I still lost so I'm just like I don't feel bad yeah, because like here. I did well like yeah we lost the game but I'm just like it's well enough. I just think it's just sort of how I don't want to be. I like how we had this conversation last night. We're talking about. I think Call of Duty is just always freaking out on where we place in because, like, we're not new players. We're not like, I guess, newbies and noobs, but we're not yeah. also super try hard to win every single match and just do everything to be like the best. It's just like we're not trying to Plus win a tournament. Plus, it really doesn't matter game. at all nowadays because a level twenty-eight player on Modern Warfare Two could be like level 900 at vanguard already or something so there's really like not a good gauge of like where somebody's at yeah um but even if they're low level i think the the skill system for us is just very confused like man they're doing really bad this game but they did very well the last game where do we play some just put us in the lobby where there's some good players and not a great player there's like some good players and just some and just fine players. We don't need to be with the very try hardy because it's just like we're not. I trying think the real skilled Call of Duty players know how to just have fun with the game instead of worrying about. Well, <laughs> I also think that that most of people who do super well in Call of Duty is it is has, has since Call of Duty has changed since well, the it might Modern be their Warfare primary reboot. game. Yeah. Well, no, I say I think since the Modern Warfare reboot back in 2019, I think the way the game is played now is different. Compared mm-hmm. when I play this compared to Black Ops 4, and Black Ops 4 still had that, you know, Black Ops 2, Black Ops 3 kind of air of Call of Duty, you know, advanced warfare stuff like that. Still like Ghost, there there is a distinct like eras between Call of Duty where like one to, to up one up to 3 or the finest hour or whatever, you know, the the it's like you can tell that's a certain era of Call of Duty, and then from four all the way up to I would say Modern Warfare three is like you know that golden quote unquote. That's like Call of Duty yeah. had a certain feel to it. It's just like it's Call of Duty, um, and then I would say from Black Ops two up to probably yeah. What was the last one before Modern Warfare tw- uh, twenty nineteen? Infinite was, Warfare? Was it Infinite Warfare? What, no, because they, they did... A, I think it was Black Ops 4. It was Black Ops 4. Okay, yeah. Bef- it was Infinite Warfare and then Black Ops 4, if I remember correctly. I'll, I'll look it up right now. Call of... Yeah, and I think what it was is, like I said, from, from Black Ops 2 to Black Ops 4 was a, another distinct era of Call of Duty. It just kind of like where people had certain things they disliked, they liked. Some people liked the futuristic stuff. Some people didn't like the futuristic stuff. And it was just it was just a distinct era, and then uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the re- soft reboot sequel, just kind of now put us in a new era of Call of Duty. Like I said, it, yeah. it, the Call of Duty games just feel much different now than they do back in the day. Although you know, I'm enjoying this one well enough. I'm not like regretting it or anything. I'm enjoying the skins, the unlocks. Definitely. Is it making me want to play Modern Warfare Three? Probably not because I'm feeling a little burned See, out already. But <laughs> I feel like Modern Warfare Three. We're seeing a repeat of Modern Warfare Three and the original Modern Warfare Two. Like the original Modern Warfare Two. So when Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare Two and Three came out, when Three came out, everyone said this is just Modern Warfare Two, just like 
a bit better looking and a little bit more guns, but through and through it's the same game i think that was and they're like, launching on the same like hub on yeah the, that's the what I like. console i <laughs> feel like they should have just done their thing where they originally announced like we're not gonna do a second call of duty we're not gonna do three we're just gonna do another season of like call an of duty. expansion or because something. i feel like call of duty ha- should have been doing that since like Black Ops 3. A while was, ago. Yeah, like, since Black Ops 3, they should have been like, we're not going to do, necessarily not another Call of Duty, but we're going to do expansions more and more throughout yeah. these older Call or of Duty Yeah, or at least games. 4, because 4 was the first one that had, like, a battle pass, right? 4, Black Ops 4 did have a battle pass. Well, it had seasons, yeah. and they had different battle passes, but... Oh, yeah, I guess so that they... should have been the first one that they maybe would have taken, like, two years to do. I was going to say, I feel like Modern Warfare 1 should have had defin- definitely, like, seasons. Instead of get- giving us, um, like... Oh, Cold War. We get Cold War. Then we got Vanguard. No one liked Vanguard. I think every unanimous Call of Duty f- fan and player and anyone who's casually... anybody talk no about one, Vanguard. No one likes Vanguard. No one actually likes Vanguard. It's one of those things where there's not even a group of people who can legitimately be like, oh, I thought Vanguard... No, everyone's just like, yeah, no it one really It just begs the question, why didn't you make Cold War last two years? Yeah. Because of, like, you know, buying skins and packs and all of that. And how about the decals? I <laughs> we on a whole tangent of just, like... We're still, I, I'm not a negative, but just like a whole, the whole franchise. I think we should get, just transition to the positive stuff about it. Well, yeah, I think we've already hit a couple of them. Um, like I said, mm. a positive for me is that I'm pretty decent at it. I, I tend to latch onto a game better when I'm doing okay mm. at it. Um, see Fall Guys. I started doing good at Fall Guys, and I love Fall Guys. It's one of my favorite games of all time now. But they do skill-based matchmaking, which makes no sense for that game. Which is why I stay away from solos yeah. most of the time. Um, but, you know, sometimes I play solos, and I still do pretty good. Um, but as for this, like, I'm mostly sick with Team Deathmatch. I've not played any other modes yet. I tried mm. DMZ once and didn't like it, so I'm really just going to stick to, like, the quick-play multiplayer modes. Um, like, it feels responsive. The frame rate is stable. Um, I like most of the maps myself. Um, I like the smaller maps because honestly, mm-hmm. like running around, like I don't dislike the maps in Cold War, but I do like see the difference of like how I'm enjoying the game when it's just like winning or losing. I am engaging with the combat in the game more frequently than mm-hmm. in any other Call of Duty I've played. Um, and you know, Skeletor is coming, which is super awesome. And, yeah, I, I am enjoying my time with it so far. Uh, like I said, I dislike the Battle Pass progression and mm. how that works. I dislike how Black Cell felt pretty mandatory to me. But I do like mm. how it comes with, like, a reasonable amount of cool things, including, like, gold variants for all it's, of the spawn skins. It's a much better deal than a lot of other Battle Pass, like, skins. To say, to like, to, to, to say it's like... Yes, it's a live service system, but it generally actually, I think, has a better value than most other ones do. Well, most premium battle passes in other games would just give you, like, 25 tier skips. They wouldn't throw something yeah. else on top. Uh, Fortnite doesn't do, like, you get extra skins. You just get 25 more level upgrade, and that's yeah. it. And a bit more, like, you know, V-Bucks. This is like But the trade-off is get... that Black Cell is $30. That's yeah, the Yeah, but you're still kind of paying the same amount if you pay for the extra 25 levels. Yeah, you know you're I mean? getting more Call of Duty points as well, which helps for yeah, buying it's like skins. You're getting you're getting the levels, you're getting the bonus skins, you're getting a character, and you're getting sort of this idea of you're getting a lot more COD points, and it'll be less yeah. time on your, you know, grinding system. Yeah. It's one of those things where 
I can see this being an issue for people who buy every season. Like, I can't do that every season. I, but for I you and I... definitely couldn't do another yeah, one For you and I, being this is the only season that has skins that we are genuinely looking forward to and wanting to get, I think this is the one season we can just kind of do this on. Where it's like, yeah. after this, we won't do it again. It's like, I know I'd be burned out like I was back with Destiny 2, the Callus yeah. season. When the Pirates was next, and I was so excited for the Pirates season. And then I played for like you know five hours and i was like ah you know what maybe i don't want to yeah that's what the numbers in destiny 2 and for another month (laughs) i will say this uh, another positive for modern warfare 2 cold war i know you can do 120 i know you can do 60 frames i've seen dips all i'll play a match and i'll see going below 60 i'm like okay there's some dips here and there there's some modern warfare 2 has never dipped on me yeah, never, never gone below sixty frames. It's, it's I mean, the worst graphical 60. artifacting I've had in Modern Warfare Two is that sometimes a texture will pop in and out. That's literally all I've had. Like I had a box. I think that's not necess- I don't think that's necessarily like the game. I think it's just people either loading in because obviously it's still yeah. just everyone trying to load in at the same time. Yeah, I spawned next to a crate be... and it disappeared, and then I walked forward. A whole and it a whole like, fire oh. truck disappeared for me. Oh dang! <laughs> there was just, I was like, "Why is there a big hole here?" And then the fire truck spawned in. I was like, "I guess it was trying to load in that texture." Uh but yeah. Anyway, it's I'm I'm very much enjoying it. I've like it's still the enjoyable. Fact that I put yeah. so much time in. Like the fact that I'm playing it over the Cyberpunk DLC only because I want the, the Halloween skins and everything. But you know, I have been replaying Cyberpunk. <laughs> I think I think everyone can agree that yes, Call of Duty has had its good games, its okay games, and its pretty mediocre games. But no matter what, no matter which Call of Duty you pick up, you can at least pick up knowing it's a Call of Duty game. You'll find yeah, some enjoyment it, out of it. It'll be familiar yeah. enough if you've played uh, any Call of Duty before. Like, if you've played uh, the original Modern Warfare, you go pick up this brand new one. It's like the moment to moment is unchanged. And I think yeah. that's why the series is so popular. It's just all the stuff around games change. But it's night. Nice. It's it's almost like comfort food to have something that is familiar to go to, even mm. though what it's dressed in, the clothing that Modern Warfare Two wears nowadays versus the old one, is very much different. Being presented as a live service game, but the 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 inner core is still you know run around a, a map and it's, send out a UAV to see your opponent. <laughs> it's it's the it's the question of. Even if Call of Duty did do a second season with certain games, would this player base still be retained and still be there? Or is is Call of Duty kind of being like, we would do other seasons, but the the character well, they or, do or the seasons, player base... They would want to do an expansion. It, oh yeah, I guess expansion. But I it's feel just like, like they're testing the waters with it right now, but they're still selling it as a full-priced game. My point is, my point is if, if Modern Warfare 2019 was still going on with expansions, would people still be playing it, or would they just be like, I'll wait for the new... Because just kind of like this idea where people want to say, like, I won't buy the new Call of Duty, but when the new Call of Duty is announced, it still does I super like very well. I feel like if they did that, they would have to do like a $30 map campaign expansion pack because they're going to keep selling a battle pass every season of the game anyway um to me modern warfare 3 almost feels like it's just like that but for 70 dollars an expansion to map and campaign maybe a few new modes um 
now I know they're having an event in like a couple of days where they're going to like reveal things about Modern Warfare 3. So there could be some totally like wild thing. But like as of now, I, I feel like the rumor that it was going to be an expansion instead of a new game sounded a lot better than selling people another $70. Yeah, I think for this instant, it does. The expansion sounds better. But I just think I have this, I have this uh, opinion of game companies just just doesn't do things without it being you know without having a reason to do so if a game company does something and it fails they'll never do it again they're like we will never do that again it financially really did bad for us (laughs) look at square enix and live services themselves no because they're gonna stop it you know at that point they're no because they're like it's not like they'll do it once like oh you know we did it once we won't do it again but it's just like They'll keep trying, but if it just doesn't work, they won't. They'll at some point they'll just stop. They're like we're You'd not going to do that. You hope that anymore. they learn the right lesson, basically. Oh, I don't know because there's also things where it's just like, if oh here's the thing, it's not that if it works or doesn't work they'll stop. If it financially stops them, they'll stop doing it. But if it financially works for them, if they get a lot of good money out of it, they'll still continue it. Mm-hmm. It's that whole ordeal where it's like, yeah. You can complain about it, but if the if the company knows, no matter what people say, it makes us money and it makes us pretty good money. We're just gonna do it. They're just gonna. It's like it's still up to the consumer to like. Obviously, you and me and like you know for for us gamers to be like, no, I don't like that. I'm not gonna give you more money because that's you know I don't want that. But like I said, sometimes even when people say that, it still works for them. It's still some. There's enough people to be like, it still works, or we're still gonna do it. Well. I do have another thing that's a live service that needs mm-hmm. a couple minutes of time here. Foam Stars. That one that's Splatoon but not Splatoon from Square Enix. It's Splatoon. Nice, nice uh, segue here. Actually, I I compared it to Splatoon but ARMS because it very much feels like the hero shooter version of Splatoon. However, not at, it's a little more stiff than I think it should have been Mm -hmm. um so basically in foam stars so i played the beta um the immediate effects of the foam on the ground aren't as quick and seamless as the ink in splatoon and like you can ride a little like surfboard thing through the foam to go faster like turning into a squid in splatoon to go faster in your ink but it just there's no impact to it it feels like it's literally foam and mm. just like bubbling up instead of just like instantly being on the ground and you can stack up the foam and like jump off of it and everything um so the the way it works is that you choose one of your hero characters that you play as and it, it's it's got that overwatch or hero shooter type thing where only one person can be the one character so of course everyone picks soa who's like the most popular character and also like the only one i like playing as um so i only got to play as her once when i was playing through the beta um and the the mode i tried was called shoot the star where so in in foam stars it's all about having a good time so they don't call it kills they call it chills so you have to get seven chills i think on the opponent team and then one person gets like a regenerating health bar and then if you defeat that person um your team wins the game um but the way that the chills work is that you have to shoot an opponent with foam until they're bubbled up and then they'll be like slow or rolling around and then like you have to uh slide into your opponent and kick them Mm -hmm. which is the way you get a chill um but when you're when you're foamed up somebody from your team can kick you 
and restore you to not being foamed up. But I think it's fine on paper and I know people are having fun with it and it's not too bad. The issues I have with it is that it is so stiff compared to Splatoon. So I'm coming off of Splatoon 3 here, um, which is a really quick, seamless, like almost immediate game that happens in three minutes. Um, and this, these matches can go faster, but the movement of the characters themselves feels stiff. The way that you traverse through the foam feels more stiff than something like Splatoon. And it, it has to be said that it feels like just just might be a beta thing. The time to get into a match, to start the match, and to have the intro for the match mm-hmm. takes longer than the match, it seems. And mm-hmm. that's really frustrating because it's Splatoon, you're in a lobby, there's plenty of people playing Splatoon, you're in a match in 15 seconds, you have a three-minute match, you're back in the lobby, 15 seconds later, back in a new match. Mm-hmm. So with Foam Stars, I think the challenge, aside from maybe tweaking the gameplay the moment-to-moment a little more, would be to, like, is this going to have a player base? Like, I think this is a PS5 and maybe PC thing. I don't think this is coming to Xbox, although I could be wrong about that. Mm-hmm. But, um... Is it going to have the player base, the popularity of Splatoon? And no. It's just not. <clears throat> is this free to play? We don't know that. Okay. The assumption it... is that it might not be. Here's the thing. If it's free to play, no matter what, if it's just as good or less than than what's maybe compared to, if it's free to play, it can be more appealing to a lot more people because it's just like i don't have to buy a whole game yes. it's free to play but if it is not yeah if it's not a free to play game then yes i can see the argument of like it probably won't be as you know paraded around like like splatoon will be or is at the moment like it comes off as a free to play game but we mm-hmm. actually don't know for sure yet um and like splatoon though that's a 60 dollar game that is a game that has live service elements like a like a catalog that's the battle pass but it's not like asking you to buy a battle pass it's literally free in game and if you Mm -hmm. play you get the items and then when they're gone they're gone but you didn't have to like pay extra to do the battle pass whereas in something like foam stars there very much looks like it's primed for a battle pass system because of how the rewards work now who's to say it will work that way if it's free or paid but um you know the elements of it are there and to 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 call it splatoon is doing it a disservice because it very Mm. much feels like splatoon plus arms but i can see a lot of splatoon players wanting to try this and then just Mm. going back to splatoon because of like the missteps that i think are here including like it being a hero shooter first and foremost because all the characters have different skills and the the cool thing about Splatoon is that everybody is just everybody has the same basic like shooter or not shooter they have the cuz you, your guns will do different things but you're all just shooting ink and you can choose how you shoot that ink and this it's more like oh yeah choose a different hero if you don't get the weapon you, you if you don't get the hero you like you don't get to use the weapon you like in Splatoon anybody can use any weapon at any time in any match if you want to take 3 of the um the like uh umbrella things out go ahead and take a full team of umbrella things out it just mm-hmm. doesn't work that way in this game which i think will turn off a lot of people who are 
coming over from Splatoon 3, which is still at an incredible level of popularity. I think mm-hmm. there's people that still play Splatoon 2. It's like a Call of Duty thing almost. Like, the old one doesn't just stop being played when the new one comes out because they're just as good. Um, but that's that's my piece on Fallen Stars. I just want to get that out there because they had the open beta, and I'm like, I know there's not going to be any time to talk about this game with everything coming mm. up. Um, we also have Pokemon Drip this week, X and Y, the grass-type gym leader, Ramos. Mm-hmm. Kind of an older gentleman, Ramos. He's mm-hmm. got a green shirt with his red scarf. He's got his, like, green hat, pants, and shoes. Um, feels kind of like gardeny, which goes along mm-hmm. with, you know, him grass being a grass-type. Mm-hmm. And he's got his giant, like, garden shears. Mm-hmm. Like, his clock tower she- shears. Yeah, <laughs> mini scissors, like, it's weird designs, shears. Yeah, I kind of dig it. Like it's, oh, it's old fashioned, but it's super cool. I don't dig it. I I a hundred well, the dick funny grass dick, but I don't just dig it. I really like this outfit. I think this yeah, is, you're this is some you're really good feeling these X and Y designs. I really like these designs, man. I, really, I like his I, hat. I like them. The green and black works with that style like, of like what would you call it a news newsboy cap? Yeah, like a newsboy's cap. I like the I like the boots. I like the pants. Yeah. I like the color scheme. I like the 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 sheer holster. I like everything about this outfit. And I think the red scarf just came to my mind. Gives me a ve- like he looks very common writer. Like maybe he yes. watched Common Rider when he was a kid in the seventies. The scarf, <laughs> yeah, the red scarf with Common Rider. I I don't know. Yeah. I like this outfit. I don't I don't think age determines how drippy you can be because this is some pretty good drip. No, like Ramos the did the Ramos did the homework. He came he came dripped out and ready to fight in the in the fourth gym of Kalos. So I, I give I give Ramos personally a four Badoofs out of five. I'm giving everyone kind of a solid four right now. Everyone's pretty good. I don't I don't think there's been anyone very terrible. I'm giving everyone pretty good solid fours around. Like a five is like it's really top tier good. But so like four is like you're still pretty up there. You're 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 a yeah. pretty great design. I like it. Um, I so I think next week is Clement, which mm-hmm. might be the first kind of well as far as drip goes like design wise he fits the design but um drip wise i don't know we'll have to see although you've been feeling these uh x and y ones so <laughs> i do i've been like i've been liking them anyway uh just to wrap up real quickly here some news yeah, um, yeah so Quick some news. news uh we'll do a few of the bigger ones as a, at a different time probably next week because there's a lot to delve into mm-hmm. here um, so we'll we'll tackle a few of them that have been on here a little longer. Um, so we talked about Embracer maybe wanting to sell Borderlands a while ago. So Embracer closed, like, the studio that they bought, Volition, they did the Saints Row and, like, Agents of Mayhem, Saints Row games and all that. They mm. closed kind of just, like, out of nowhere. And, you know, neither of us enjoyed our time with Saints Row. But it really is sad to see a studio close, and like this is a this is a thing with Embracer right now, where like Crystal Dynamics, the makers of Avengers and Lara mm-hmm. Croft and Gex, they had like ten layoffs. Um, they are also currently one of the companies that Embracer bought up back, like maybe it was like earlier this year or sometime last year, where they were just buying companies left and right and properties and IP and all that, and now like a lot of bad like. I echo the sentiment of a lot of other gaming, like, sites or podcasts that I read and listen to that, like, yes, this is a really great year for video games, but it is one of the worst years ever for the people that make video games. Yeah, it's... It, it, it's it's a bummer, but... 
it, it's it's one of those things where can't when it comes to games, it's like a lot of people want to find out who was responsible for a mistake or for a a a, a, a bombshell of a game. But I just really think when it comes to things like games there's so many parties involved that it's not necessarily the fault of one individual or one individual party in general one team it's always something it's always them trying to either rush it out the door or the team not caring or the team cared too much or it's it's just a lot of things that can make a A lot of times a product might not be as good as they hoped because of crunch which is why it's so exciting to me that there was no due date for something like Mario Wonder. There was no like you have to have the f- game finished by this date for that game. Um, whereas you know we've got all these acquisitions. And you know Microsoft buying up Bethesda. And then Redfall turning out to be a disaster. And Starfield probably not doing as well critically as they wanted to. Um, stuff like that happens. And like Embracer is buying companies left and right. And now companies are closing. Companies might be being sold. Um, Aspire I think... Uh, we haven't heard anything about Knights of the Old Republic, and now I've been reading that, like, oh, the trailer for the Knights of the Old Republic remake has been, like, set to private or something. So, like, the question of the future of certain projects is um, up in the air. I know Sega canceled Hyenas and, like, a few other unannounced games this past week. So, like, it's such a rough time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... This is just the start of, like, the really rough news. So next week, we will probably talk a little more about uh, the Microsoft thing that happened. Because um, we don't we need more time for that to, to have a, a, a bigger discussion than the last couple minutes of an episode. But a really, just really upsetting one that happened this week was that Epic Games mm-hmm. laid off 16% of its employees which is, of course, almost 900 uh-huh. people, including from, from, from you know, reports on other sites, a lot of the media tonic team who is responsible for Fall Guys, or at mm-hmm. least the creation of it. Now, like, whether or not they're as super involved, because Fall Guys is one of those games that has, like, 12 studios working on it um, when you launch up the game. Like, that's just so devastating when yeah. Epic did come in and buy media tonic back in the day. Um so we'll we'll probably get into some of that stuff, the Jim Ryan thing, the Unity thing, which is like an mm-hmm. ongoing thing that we haven't talked about on the podcast yet because it is a really evolving news story. And uh, we also probably <laughs> talk about Mortal Kombat 1 on the Switch. But for right now, Robert, would you say we've done an episode? Yep, yeah, that should pretty much wrap up uh, this week. All right. So next week... I'm not sure what games we're talking about next week. I know for sure the game after that, but um, I tried the new Sonic Frontier update, so maybe that. Anyway, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. Please follow us on X at Markers on the Map and listen to us on Apple Podcasts. And I'll say you can leave a five-star rating and review, download and subscribe up to an episode. And we're also on Spotify. I think Google's going to like kill off Google Podcasts, so I guess I'll just say Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So, you know, how Mm -hmm. Google is with things. Anyway, we do like to end every episode with a world-famous video game quote. And this week's quote is, You know, Ellie, we really are the bubble bobble for friends. The Baron is back. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Later.